Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Great Northeast BJJ Podcast. Took a little break, but it's good to be back. This is Season 3, Episode 1. We recorded this episode down in the basement of Devin Powell's Nostos MMA in Summersworth, New Hampshire. I got to sit down with three New England MMA legends. Bill Jones, Devin Powell, and Trevor Stone. If you don't know who Bill Jones is, you should. He's been around since the beginning. Uh, super tough guy, really good guy. He's got a fight coming up, NEF 33 in Portland, Maine on April 14th. You should definitely check him out. Um, this will be a really good show. A lot of Anostos fighters on this card. Also joined by Trevor Stone. You've heard from Trevor back. We recorded an episode in the truck. He's like a warrior monk. And our friend Devin Powell. Um, you probably know Devin. UFC fighter. If you don't know him, you at least know about his crushed testicles. Find out find out more about what happened here on this episode. As always, brought to you by TortugaSoap.com. Part of a regimen for healing your healthy ruptured testicles is using Tortuga soap. So make sure you guys buy some soap. Women too should buy some. It's good for you. Cure what ails you. TortugaSoap.com Also brought to you by Port City BJJ. Home of the Great Northeast BJJ podcast located in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. What we think is the coolest academy around, so come check it out. Come train with us. PortCityBJJ.com Also brought to you by WeAreDapperTies.com These guys know we can sell some ties because you guys all need some. Um, So, put in the secret code ROLL. Get free shipping. You'll be out there looking good. Use your Tortuga soap. You'll be smelling good. People will like you. Your grappling will probably be better. So get some ties, buy some soap, come train with us at Port City. We're not going to let you in if you look like crap and you smell like poop. So go to wearedapperties.com, enter the secret code ROLL, get free shipping, come train with us. Thank you guys all for listening. We would really do appreciate it. Hope you guys like this. Hope you learned something. Hopefully we'll be coming to see you soon somewhere out there on the road. Got a lot more stuff coming, so... We really appreciate you guys all the love. Thanks a lot. Peace. Devin, say something. Hey, how are you? Bill, say something. Hey. (laughs) Trevor, say something. What's up? How you doing? All right. All right. You want to pop these suckers? Yeah. Pop the pop some. Yeah, yeah. Pop some bottles. Brought to you by Victory. The Sour Thank Monkey. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Great Northeast BJJ Podcast. We're down here in the basement, Devin Powell's new uh, new basement, chilling out. The dungeon. In the dungeon. After these guys kicked my ass for an hour, caught <laughs> my ribs out. Everybody got hurt. It was, it was awesome. It was uh, good, it's a good training. Best place, kind of sure. day. So, uh, super stoked because we got a special guest down here, my man Bill Jones. Uh, dude, 
So a lot of people that listen to this probably don't know, but like, man, you're like New New England MMA legend in my book, man. Like I remember when like I first started jujitsu, you were fighting. Uh, how'd you get into this? Ooh, I watched it once. I watched it once and said I had to do it. Yeah, like the UFC? Yeah, that's all it took. Watch George St. Pierre take Matt Hughes' title. It's like, if I'm gonna have a heart attack, it's gonna be in my own fight. (laughs) It's fun like that. You didn't wrestle or anything growing up, right? Nope, just just decided to fight, that's it. So what'd you start training first? Ooh, uh, at a Taekwondo gym in Dover, Matt Randall's. Yeah. Just for a couple couple hours of training there. I met Trevor there once, I think. He showed up, didn't he? Yeah, we sparred down there. I trained over there once with my buddy Rourke. Yeah. Uh, before, yeah, and then I think that's how we met. That was just before reality fighting started. We went to the Everett Arena and had a big fight there. That was fun. So what, what was your first fight? Danny Danny Siggins at, at the Everett Arena in Concord. Concord, New Hampshire? Yeah, I went, went three rounds. I, I finished him in the third round. It's kind of exciting. Yeah? yeah. Was uh. Did you, were they amateur fights or were you all pro fights? No, everything was pro. I don't, I don't even think they had any amateur fights at the time. Just jump in as a pro, to give you a couple hundred bucks and beat this guy up and get it. So I think the first fight I ever went and saw, you, you were fighting in Dover at the arena. Bloodyville, Bill Jones. Yeah, that was a bloody fight for sure. It was everywhere. Uh, so you've been on, how, like how many fights have you had? 23, I think, 23. What year was your first fight? 2007. It's been a few years ago. And you got a fight coming up? Yeah, April 14th. Yeah, where's that, Portland? NEF in Portland. There's a few people from here fighting on that. Should be an exciting card. So you're fighting Matt Denning? Yeah, he's a jiu-jitsu guy. Yeah. Central man, BJJ. So dude, you're kind of, but like, you've been training forever. I mean, you've been training off and on, like, I mean, not, it, how, how long? How many years? About as long as I've been fighting. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Two months fighting. before the first yeah, fight. Yeah, I had 24 hours of training and said, let's do this. Was that first fight the one where you you got to tell the whole story, but basically the, the, the guy's kid was yelling at you? Yeah, he was like, he was, he was like stop beating on my father. Like, I'm just trying to win. It was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> I, was, I was on him, pounding on him. His kid's like, what are you doing? It's my dad. It's a pretty <laughs> tough corner in yeah. your father. This is getting pounded out. Like, oh my god, my dad's getting beat up so bad. Like uh, in between rounds? Yeah, I was uh, no, I was on him. I was I was hitting him. <laughs> this kid was just looking underneath the ropes, like, what are you doing to my dad? I'm like, ah. I felt I felt horrible. But I kept swinging. I'm like, stop this fucking fight soon. <laughs> How has it all changed, man, since you started? Ooh, competition's gotten a lot tougher. A lot of these kids are freaking, you know, growing up with it versus just jumping into it. They're freaking, there's a lot of tough people out there right now. It's a whole different ballgame now if you're getting in the cage. You gotta be prepared. You can't just half-ass it. You can't just jump in off the street and be like, I'm gonna do that anymore. Yeah, there's definitely some tomato cans out there that, that will be used to set fights up that have that kind of ability. Yeah, that mentality. If you, well, if you want to be a stepping stool, anybody can just freaking jump in. Yeah, anybody, anybody can fight if you're willing. They'll put yeah. guys in. They don't yeah. care. Yeah. Gotta take your, you know, your risk assessment for sure. What's your favorite fight, Bill, Ooh, you ever had? My favorite fight? Your favorite fight of yours. Jeez, that's hard to say. 
I think probably one of the title fights, but and I don't know. My, I think that's hard to say. What about? Know. I've had so many of them. It's hard to say which one, one was my favorite one. The I like the, the freaking bloody one in Dover. That one was pretty badass. That kid gave me that, an attitude, and I freaking. Is that the one on your birthday? <laughs> oh, was that the one with the elbows? Yeah, that was Pedro de Silva. The one with the elbows on top. Yeah, that, that was, was that scary. Was, that that was wasn't scary. my birthday. My birthday was freaking back in Dover. Um, I remember that. that I was, remember that. Uh, I thought it was that one. That was a cage tight fight. That's I right. I don't even remember who the hell that was. I don't remember who it was I fought, but that was fun. My kids came in the freaking ring and sang happy birthday. That was, that was pretty exciting. Right. You can't freaking beat that. Main event, have your kids freaking sing happy birthday at the end of it. It was the main event. You can't remember yeah. who it was? Yeah, I don't was that when, do you I, ever I fight never for the cage title or is that CFX? No, I won this cage title. This cage title, okay. That was, uh, that was Lee Metcalf. The second fight with Lee. Second fight with Lee, right? Yeah. Is that the one where you're in the triangle and stuff? Yeah, yeah, he hit me in a triangle and I freaking smashed him in that. He hit me in an arm bar. He went from one thing to the next and then he finally gave up. I think in that fight, you could you could tell me if I'm right or not, but I'm pretty sure you knocked him unconscious and then he woke up and then you, then yeah. you choked him. I, I just him, maybe? kept going, yeah, then I choked him. <laughs> I, I put him to sleep with elbows and then I woke him up with elbows. <laughs> and, then, and then I choked it's him. Rude away. Choked him right back to sleep, yeah. He had to have a major concussion for that one. That is sad. You have one of the best knockouts of all time, too. <laughs> that I think it's on. Yeah, it's on. It's got to be on YouTube somewhere. Yeah, that was. But eleven seconds. Yeah, yeah dude, unreal. You, you crushed him with that. He definitely. That was a great. He was sleeping for a long time. I felt so bad for that one too. He, I'm like, oh my god. I fought that night. Yeah, dude, he was out. I bad. felt so bad. I'm like, this guy is dead. He got knocked out so bad that when he woke up, I don't. You must know this. He thought that he was at a party. Yeah, he from thought he was at a the, party. Like the week before. Why is everybody here? like, where's the beer? What show was that? We should get him a beer after that. Yeah. Triumph. Triumph. That yeah. was Triumph. They had some cool that was their shows. Second show, and then they I, then they stopped. I fought Christian Rivera the second time there. That was a good show. It was. Lozon fought Ortolani there. Yeah. Right. Ortolani looked that's good right. too. And then Ortolani looked good, and then he lost it in the second caught. TKO. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's right. He looked very good. Freaking Lozon hits so hard. Oh, was it Joe? No, it was Dan. He's fighting Dan. Yeah. Joe would have been there. Joe was in the UFC. Yeah. Joe was in the UFC when I started. I remember he he was a judge. Yeah, he crushed Ken's pulver in like 2006, and he just blew up. Yeah, when I was fighting Matt Bissett, he was a judge in in the corner. Joe Lozon huh. was. He's just in the back. I'm, I'm like picking that, that was, up. To that was your second him. fight. Yeah, it was. What year did you we fight? We should ask Joe Bissett. who he scored it for. Ooh, I know, I know. <laughs> I wonder what he scored that fight like for. 2007 or eight. Yeah, it was it was 2000, 2008. Maybe the beginning of 2008. But he had me in an iron bar, and I picked him up and just smashed. That was before you could spike him on your head in the iron bar. Now you can do whatever. You know, you that's like the Pedro rule. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they made that rule from Pedro and Matt Smith. That's right. Yeah. In New Hampshire, anyways. It makes perfect sense. I mean, let go. Yeah, you might as well, if, you, if, if you're in the air coming down on your head, let go. That's it right. is a fine line, though. Well, because if you think if about it, that arm bar. if there, there are plenty of times when guys lift someone when they have that arm bar, when they'll grab onto them. Like, you're not letting go because they want to slam you. So at that point, it's really, you could let go, but they still got you and they want to slam you on your head. So. But yeah, the armbar is good to go. Just put them on their head. So what was the rule before? No slamming? Yeah, you couldn't slam them. As soon as I, I like spike them on, on the head, head and the ref's like, oh, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. But I have them like in the air and the picture of Joe Lowe's on in the back and you're just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then just I powerbombed him hard that time. That was, a, that was a fun fight though. It was so long ago, it's hard to remember the details of it. Though. It, was, it was probably my most accomplished fight, even though it was my least experience. You know, yeah. Matt, Matt was probably the biggest win in my career. 
you that was a big win. If you add sure. up all the, the new cover, and he was kind of established. Was, yeah, he was all. He was know? the poster boy for freaking reality fighting at the time. Yeah, Kip Kohler's, you know, fighting out of Kip Kohler's basement. Yeah. But he's a good jujitsu guy. His arm bars are nasty. But which is another. I don't. I don't know why Matt. He's so good at jujitsu. I figured he'd take more people down. He could just instantly take you right to the ground. He wants yeah. to bang it out. He wants to have that. He's just such a gamer. He's he wants like, that. He needs the fight. taste of blood to feel like he's, he's in a fight. I don't, I'm not down for that. I don't. I don't need the fist fight to <laughs> win. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. get a couple strikes in there. I mean, you know, if, if one lands and you fall down, good. Other than that, I'm gonna take you down and smash on you a little bit. There's no need to. There's no need to go Get in. on top, stay on top. Yeah, exactly. There's no need to play it. beat on each other's faces. You know? I'm going to hit you a couple of times. Some of us got a sickness spill. We got to satisfy it. With yeah, I have seen you in some wars out there. Yeah, just smash I'm a slow starter. I got to get popped to get going. That's how it is, you know? Yeah, I'm good. Except I'm Troy slapped me in the, in the back room. Yeah, so hit him a couple of times. Get him fired up. I don't want to, you don't want to get hit in the eye first when you're like, oh yeah, whoops. I'm in a fight right now. You know, you're a slow starter. You were never like that. I always said this to people, Bill Jones' best attribute, you were good at fighting. You didn't always train your technique all the time, although you did a lot in the beginning. You just, you sparred a lot, but you could go in there and read somebody and do what you needed. To, you could see the path quickly and execute. Yeah. I always felt like that was your best attribute. And you're one of the toughest guys around, you know. Unless you're dead, you're going. And yeah, that that's like, the biggest part. That was huge. Guys, just, they, couldn't, they couldn't compete with that. I mean, you're a guy, you're almost impossible to break. Seen a lot of your performances, and you know you've been in some tough spots. I wish, I wish and I would have like listened to everybody at the beginning and quit smoking from the start of that. <laughs> right? I, I did that all right? with cigarettes. I just start, just now quit. When did you quit? Uh, two years ago. I'm, we're going on the third year. December of this year will be three. That's awesome. So it's been a while. I'm happy about that. Feel better? Oh, I feel a lot better. I feel a ton better. I do so much. Just climbing the stairs, I feel better. <laughs> the top of my stairs in my house, I'm like, oh my god, I can still breathe. This is great. Bill Jones would smoke cigarettes out back and yeah. then go get ready for his fight wearing work boots and skip rope. I, that was my idea. I'm like, I got to get this over with in three minutes. That's why I come out so hard. I'm like, I'm going to finish this guy in the first three minutes or it's going to get really tough. <laughs> yeah. One thing people don't realize about Bill is that that everybody knows that he roofs, but he's got he does so much for everyone and he works so hard all the time that a good fight camp for him is like, sometimes it's like one to two days a week of training because he's always on the roof training, always with his family taking care of them, always doing something for someone else. And the one thing that, I mean, he wants to do all that other stuff, but he wants to train so hard for these fights and he's he's got so many things that he has to take care of that he goes in there and fights where he's not able to train the way that all the other athletes do and he goes and smashes people anyways. He fights these top caliber athletes or like, He'll be away, not even getting ready for a fight, and he'll be away from from the academy, and he'll come back in after like just being on the roof for like the last couple months, and just come train, like hurt back, and he'll just destroy everyone. It's like he always one hundred percent is game, and it's the most awesome, frustrating thing ever. How good he always is, and like when we get Bill to be able to train for like five days in a week, it's the scariest thing ever, and I think that. Things have lined up pretty good recently for yeah, this fight camp, and he's good. been training the way that we always want him to be able to. lot when I go by it, yeah. it's good. So, like, it, it's a scary good. thing when Bill's able to train all the time. That with Annie Street being done, I, yeah. I, once I took on that apartment building, I've been working on that thing every single night since I bought it, trying to get that Oh, you done. guys finally done with both yeah. sides? I got both sides yeah, rented. I, I got a little more work to do. Yeah, but spring punch comes, list but, stuff. But it's done, it's rented. I'm not, nice. like, 24-hour... 
when you schedule with that. When you're talking about Annie Street, is that primarily a like the roof job, or is it like a full apartment that you that's own? That's it. That yeah, that's the apartment building I bought. Just, I, just got, I just got to run it out. Doing everything to it. Yeah. Getting, uh, we got yeah, we got it pretty much everything that was bad. All the horsehair plaster. Oh, <laughs> that's the worst man that we got all the bad stuff fixed it ripping it out put it all back together it's, it's, yeah that's a project that's time wasn't your motto one time like I work harder than you train or something yeah, like so that it's so right? yeah, on a shirt for a long time you work harder than you train which we do it's crazy yeah, I mean yeah. physically working just and, and you do anything on an incline you know you're freaking Burden. walking up and down a roof all day consistent you know that sucks on your calves anyway and now go grab a bundle and climb back up there. That I posted a video the other day. That roof that we're doing was super steep. It's like it's like a freaking 10, 11 pitch. And we walked that thing the whole day, just freaking tearing it up. That I mean, that's a lot of pressure on your legs for the freaking I don't go up and down and carry as many shingles as I used to when I was younger, but that that'll tear you up. <laughs> you you carry a pallet of shingles under the under the roof. Picking up a dude and the, slamming him is yeah, nothing after that. The core strength you get from that is ridiculous. And the, the balance strength. That's why my sweeps are really good because I, I have, like, a, I feel like I have, like, cantilever balance. I can lean my weight and still keep the pressure on the other side. So I feel like that makes my jujitsu game a little more crisp, even though I don't practice as much as I should. You I also have... You got a nasty butterfly. You have a phenomenal... Um, a phenomenal unorthodox game because one of the one of the... The strange things, which is like a good thing about you, is that you you never had like too many formal coaches. You always go in and train super hard, and you actually were almost like a pioneer of the sport as far as like jujitsu itself, because you created so many submissions and these crazy things. Like you had that like the Jonesy Kimura that you like created. Oh, I think that's what it's called, right? Yeah, the submission. Just submission so many right different things that you do to people that you've created and you, you use constantly. And you you don't like, it's not that you won't teach it, but you, you don't teach jujitsu for a living. So that's it's just right. like, this is what I do. And you do it to you everyone. remember what I just did. Yeah. <laughs> I see that. Like, hey, Daddy, look at this. I just made something up. Check this out. Yeah. And you like, show me, like, holy shit. So what was the Jonesy one? Kimura? How do I, uh, that was, the, I got 2007 submission of the year. It was actually two of us. Me and uh, another guy got freaking back-to-back submissions of the year. One was a go-go plata and the other one was the Kimura. Nice. But that's where I freaking fish my leg in behind the back and hook the arm. Yeah. And then reach over the top and bring it up. I think it's similar it's like, to like an like octopus guard thing. Yeah, you know? like a hammerlock that yeah, feeds with the foot and then lifts the hand straight up. It's brutal. It's, yeah, I've been it's in kind it before, of, it's kind it's of slick. It, I, it's hard it's to get awesome. on some of these guys that are used to it. We gotta, yeah, we gotta yeah. find First the picture time, and oh, put it along with this know? podcast because yeah. there's a picture of this guy and like it looks like somebody just cut his body in half. He looks like he's in so much pain. Uh-huh. And yeah, like, I, I touched pulling his arm like behind his hand. I pulled his hand all the way up to the back of his head and touched it. He just like horrible. That was actually Matt Bissett's teammate. That was my fourth fight. But they, they thought that he was going to, because he was a really, really good wrestler. They're like, he's going to freaking walk right through Bill because he's going to freaking <laughs> win it on the ground. And it didn't, in 63 seconds, I freaking had that kid submitted. It was freaking awesome. Yeah, you need to, people need to just grapple with Bill yeah. to see that there's this certain strength where it's like, I think part of it's like the roofing thing, you know, where it, you're talking about the balance and everything, but also the sustain, like the sustained strength. We talk about when you do conditioning, like isometric holding, where you're like, sustain holding but you're constantly swinging down the hammer like a constant slow burn of a very strong physical thing that you're doing where you can always have that sustained strength where it's like it no matter what that strength doesn't go anywhere and it feels like like you're a smaller terminator like 
if something doesn't want to bend or move, it just doesn't. It's crazy. Yeah. It's very, very impressive. And uh, there's one person that I've always wanted to see you fight, and I know I don't know if you might, maybe you know who I might be thinking of right now. But My is there God. anyone that you can think of that, if you can't think of it, I'll give you. A, I can't. A, a I can't hint. think of it. You've competed with him before, but you didn't get to fight him, and I think you beat him. Oh, competed with him in a cage. Oh, oh freaking yeah, Saul Almeida. Yeah. I've wanted that fight for so long, and he just he, won't do the, it. Oh. I mean, I don't know him, and there's nothing against him. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but Bill put the. the Worst beat down on this guy in the, like a grappling match of all time. Yeah, you crushed him. If, like, if that was a fight, like, make matches in this. We were scored like thirty points. We were something? supposed to fight, and he was like his his uh, his coaches couldn't make it, so he, he he decided last minute that we weren't fighting. Yeah. So it yeah. turned into a grappling match. Yeah, winner take all the money grappling match, and only the only way you won is if you submitted the other guy. Nobody submitted anybody. I just oh. worked him the whole. Yeah. Time. Did he split the money? Yeah, we. Well, I I told him that I was donating. I said I'm gonna donate mine to the cause. So I donated mine. I was like, as long as he donates his, and he gotcha. freaking didn't. He didn't. He didn't. I was no. so mad. He kept his money. Well, he donated it to. It was something that they were doing for Cage Titans at the time. I'm not. I'm not even gotcha. sure. It was, it was something to do with that. But, That's weak. But yeah, I was, I was like, you're not. You're not doing. It. He's like, no, I need my money. And took off. Like the only way I'm doing it is if freaking either winner take all. Or frickin' we donated it. And that, that was frickin' he, he kept his money. So was it like one round or was it three it rounds? It was two seven minute rounds. Yeah. And for the whole 14 minutes, I had him frickin'. <laughs> and I almost had the Jones career. I wish I could find that. There's a video of it. The, yeah, I wish I had house. I had that. It's the song to it's The Muffin Man. I don't know why Rich, Rich did that, but I I had him hemmed up really bad. And he was about to tap. And I frickin' I rolled him over and ended up in Mount instead. Didn't work out, but that was that would have been a good one. There was a few people that I almost had that Kamora on. Him and Anthony Leone. I thought I thought yeah. Leone. W. I, uh, what was that? It was in the ring. WCF. Yeah. Yeah. Was it with, I remember watching yeah, that. Yeah. Mario's Mario's League. Yeah. It, it, I was I was I was hanging off of him, upside down. He had my light over his head, and I was upside down, pulling his arm up his back, and he he, he didn't tap. He was a uh, he was a solid grappler. Like super, he just wanted tough. to keep like shooting right and trying yeah, to he kept shooting. But he absorbed down. a lot of damage in that fight. You yeah, you pounded him out a couple of times. He was, he's a tough tough kid. He you is, know? Yeah. He's super super tough. He fought for the one FC championship. He owns a huge gym over in Bali right now. Uh, Bali Muay Thai or something like that. He's him and his brother. Is he have a brother? Right. Him yeah him and his brother and uh, that long haired shaggy dude from freaking. The big fight, I forget his name. See, I don't remember anybody's name. So I've been hit too many times. Like, <laughs> like Manly? Uh, trying to think Manley, of a fight. He had a super bloody fight with Benoit at Combat Zone. Oh, okay. Shaggy hair? Yeah, big shaggy hair. So they own a gym in Bali? 55? Yeah, they own a gym in Bali. 55? Or the 70s? No, 170. Shaggy Why can't hair. I think of his name? Not the guy from Team Valor. He didn't have shaggy hair. No, he Tom. cornered Leon when he was there. Don't yes, remember. I'd have to look it up. He was he was super tough too. He fought a bunch of combat zone cards. But Leon, that was a that was a fun fight though too. Cause I didn't get banged up at all. I didn't, I, I'm I'm happy if I come out of the fight not beat up. Yeah. I like to win for sure, but yeah. you know if I'm if I'm not still up at all, that's the best, that's right. the best bonus. Of, I fought John Benoit and broke my leg in the first round. Jesus. He yeah. kicked me and broke that the small bone on the outside in two places, smashed it right in and right up oh. against my other one. And I remember 
That was Bill checking the kick. Yeah. Too. He was I, doing everything right. And I stepped onto the ground and felt all that stuff come back together. It was like, I'm like, oh my God, this is horrible. And I fought him all the way to the end of the second round. It was two. Yeah, two, they used to two, two rounds. Two, two fours, rounds. right? Yeah. And he ended up choking me in the, the end of the freaking second round. And I remember walking back to my car. It was all of, we had a long walk for the park at that place. I'm walking. I'm just every step I took, I could feel crunching in my leg. Oh, this is so not good. It was on my daughter's birthday. My wife was so mad. She was like, "I can't believe you took a fight. Now you're hurt. <laughs> you're gonna fish through it. She's gonna fight through it all day." So I had to go through the birthday party, all that stuff. Monday morning, I went to the hospital. Like, oh yeah, I think it's broke. <laughs> Dana, something's matter on my leg. I don't know what's matter. <laughs> he was so mad. I just stumbled off the ladder. Yeah. Yeah. What do they do, like, after you let, I mean, for that, do they have to put a cast on it? No, because of the swelling, there's no cast. That's a that's a self-healing. That yeah. small bone, that's a self-heal. That was horrible. Which one? Is it tibia or fibula? The tibia is the, I think the tibia is the... So it's one of the tibia tibia main the bones, bones on yeah, the leg? Yeah, the that's that small, that small bone that runs up the outside, yeah, so there's no cast to that. Those things, that thing healed like this. <laughs> the, the x-ray of that probably wouldn't look healthy. <laughs> That, I've broken so many bones that I didn't have, haven't, haven't had fixed. Like my hand, that, this one's bad. That was from fighting Lemke, yep. from punching Lemke. My foot from Eric Bartholomew, I kicked him in the head and shattered all those little bones in my mm -hmm. top of my foot. And then I fought Benoit a week later. They <laughs> called me with the, with the broken foot. They're like, you want to fight? Same leg? No, 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 different leg. So I had a broken foot and a broken leg <laughs> in the two weeks. It was horrible. And I never went to the doctors for any of them other than the leg. Was, but that, they didn't do nothing. Yeah, you're gonna have to heal that one up. I remember one of the it was it was a fight that you probably don't like having on your record because it was like it was brutal. But one of the 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 best testaments to like who you are and how game you are, we had uh, you you know the details better than me. But we we both fought on a I think it was toe to toe, and basically yeah. your fighter. Pulled out. Oh yeah, Volka pulled. Volka pulled out. Yeah. You're so Bill's a 45er, but the dude really, from if, Florida that came up. Yeah, yeah, so if yeah. Bill was ever supposed to, like, if Bill was ever gonna like have the time to fully commit to training, he would 100 percent be a 35. He'd be a 35. He'd be a 35. Big 35. So last minute, they take this kid who I love. He's awesome and he's tough as hell. He's a Dwayne Bang uh, teacher in yeah. Tampa, Florida. Yeah, he's. he's and great. they're like, hey, we don't we don't have someone at 45, but we'll get you a 55er named Vince McGinnis, who's they nasty. told me he was a 45er. Yeah, they said well, naturally nice. 45. I'm like, he's that, I'm, I'm like looking at his fights. He's got nothing at 45. <laughs> he comes in and I'm a 55er and I look at him like this he's dude's bigger big than dude, me. Yeah. He's like six two. And I was like, Bill's got to fight this guy now. <laughs> and like, it's all, I mean, also thanks to him to, to take a fight at short notice because yeah. you wanted to fight, you know, and you're, I mean, you're, yeah. you can beat anyone on the right day. And you went in, you, you fucking banged it out for 15 yeah. minutes. And this dude was just, he was so much bigger than you. And like, you fight. took everything this guy, this kid threw at you. He just, he tagged you, you'd fall on your butt, get back up. Yeah, you had him down, I think, in the second round. Second yeah, round, you're on his back, round. maybe. Yeah, and I, was, was, I was pounding on him yeah. for a while. And man, that was just like, you're looking at that. And then I, I remember, <laughs> the, this is what fighters do, but I was helping you out, like getting into the shower and stuff. You're just like dry heaving. And it's like, this is a fucking warrior right here. <laughs> After that fight, yeah. Yeah, I was puking so yeah, bad. I was like, this, I was like, this, oh this is what a fighter is. Like, you That's don't need to win fight. fights to be a fucking champion. Like, that one, that was a fight. That, that, was, that, was, that was a pretty fun fight too, but that was a grueling fight. I couldn't get him down. It's like, 
He was his massive. Legs were so wide. I'm like, <laughs> trying to get both yeah, of them I mean, together. Yeah, how much he have on you? Twenty something pounds. Yeah. I mean, oh, easily. Two easily. weight divisions. Because that was like insane, coming in anyways. You know? I mean, that's what I'm saying. You always were light usually. What were you? 40, 48? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was probably 148 pounds going to. That. I'm yeah. fighting. I'm fighting Matt at 155, and I'm probably 148 right now. Right, because I remember when you fought at 55, you weren't really cutting, and then you dropped down to 45. Yeah. And did you do a, ever do a fight at 35? No, the lowest I ever cut was to 142. Right, which and I, it wasn't nothing. It was, it was kind of right. easy to tell you. You could have made it. Oh, like, oh, was that like for that boxing match? That was for that boxing match. Dude, yeah, I think after this fight, you might you, you might want to just try a 35. Dude, just for the hell of it. Dude, 35ers, you fight 35ers? Let's go wrestle with somebody who weighs freaking a third of my weight. What do you weigh? 150? Yeah, 148. 148. He'd be a 35er. Yeah. So you're running on the lights still. Oh, yeah, because you were sick. Yeah. Uh, I was down to 141, dude. I had the flu last week. Lost. I was sick for like 10 days, man. Lost eight pounds. Um, I was in rough shape. So what's up with this? So your next fight, man. Your next fight's against Matt Benning. Yeah, jiu-jitsu guy. Like, you've known him for a long time. I've I've known him and, and tried to get a fight with him for a while just because he's that cocky you know, arrogant type of guy. And I'm just like, I'd like to fight him. <laughs> Not a lot of people, I'm like, I'd like to fight, but I'd like to fight him. Yeah. And he's always he's always acted like he wanted to, but then it never happened. Just kind of shuts it down. Somewhere in the line, he shuts it down. But it's going to happen this time. Yes. And I, I, I have an idea that he, everybody says that he's going to freaking try and stand with me. Or, you know, he likes to stand, but I feel like he's going to try and rush the takedown. I feel like he's going to do everything he can to get it. To where he has a chance, and the, the only chance he really has is he's got a decent heel hook. He has an all right arm bar. He did Derek Shorty heel hook Derek and arm bar Derek. Um, but I think that'll be a mistake. If he, I think if he even comes close to getting a takedown, that it won't last long. We'll just you know, get the sweep and do whatever I got to do. I feel like I'm going to be able to control him fairly simple. I don't think that's going to be a I don't think it's going to be... A, I think I'm going to fucking whoop the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can swear. <laughs> you can swear, dude. I'm going to whoop the shit out of him. I, I'm going to feel good coming into this fight. I'm going to be strong. I'm gonna be just, it's going to be good. It's when be is it? April fight. 14th. April 14th. So you got a lot of time, too. Yeah, I got a ton of time. I'm feeling a little better the, the last couple of days. My my, my uh, little injury that I've had is kind of coming to an end, I feel like. That, that's making me happy. That the last week, I, I've, I've been tender. Yeah. I think I think we're coming out of that. Nice. We'll go, we'll go for a go into next week make it happen. Oh yeah. How long do you do for your fight camps usually? What do you like? You like ten weeks? Do you do eight? Yeah. I usually do small ones. I don't like the anticipation leading up to long fight camps. It, it, too many nights sitting there thinking about it. And I'd rather I, I I like short last minute fights. Those are my favorite. Freaking! They call me out. We need somebody next week. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. I mean, you don't cut weight anyway, so yeah, I don't have to cut any weight. You usually get good money for last-minute fights, and you don't have the you don't have to think about it. There's no there's no freaking question about it. That's that's the best way to go. This is my opinion with fight camps. I think every fighter is completely different as far as what they need to be able to hit a peak. Like for me. I train six days a week and I train double sessions almost all those days. So like I have to alter how I train, but I'm pretty close to like fight shape. I just need to, I need to obviously change things when it's actually like, all right, you got to fight. But like doing like a three month camp or something like that, it'll like, I will always be hurt. 
if that's the case. Like, I think eight weeks is like would be perfect anytime fighting. Um, four weeks, I could always get in there. Um, I took a fight against Marcin Held three weeks notice for the UFC. Like I, <clears throat> I get the call and I was like, oh god, because <laughs> it's three weeks notice. Um, and I was like, all right, well, see, you got to do it. So what I did is I went to the gym, didn't check my weight. And I just basically went, put on a sauna suit and just like banged out as hard as I could, like a hard training session, did some sparring, did some mitt work, got on the bike, took the sauna suit off, hopped on the scale, checked it as 170 on the dot. I was like, all right, I can do this. And I was like, all right, yes, I'll take it. And then it was in Poland too, versus Marcin held. And then five days uh, later, they're like, sorry, dude, Marcin Hell isn't interested. Like, what the hell? That sucks. That's... He's scared of your jiu-jitsu, oh, man. Yeah. His best game I trained, is jiu-jitsu. I trained with him at American Top Team, and I was and like... he don't want to... I just likely He doesn't want to put it where he could... I just watched him on... Um, He's a beast. On uh, Paul Harris last night. He had a fight on Paul yeah. Harris last night. He capped a guy out on an arm bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a nasty arm bar. Yeah, he's he's slick. He's slick. Yeah, for sure. He Definitely. fought he fought Lozon in uh, yep. Arizona. We watched him on that one. Oh, they fought. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Lozon won a decision. Yeah, they close, were close close fight. I had trained at Lozon's gym a couple of weeks before that fight. I was I was doing a Kale was doing a commercial for uh, for Nerf down in Rhode Island. So I so I, I drove over to Lozon's gym while Kale was working and trained with him. And I remember he was in the cage working with some heel hook specialist getting ready for that fight. This Marcin's of whatever his name is. That is yeah, I think guy. that guy's name's Kenny. The old guy that was in yeah, the tournament. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, little guy blown out of ears. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's nasty. Yeah, Joe considers himself the best leg lock guy in the Northeast, except for maybe him. <laughs> right? I think his name is Kenny. Um, yeah, they, they were working pretty hard. I didn't get a chance to work with Joe that day, but he, uh, he gave me some pointers while we were, I was working with some of his coaches. He's a, he's a good dude. I missed I missed the uh, seminar. I mean, it was good. That. that was yeah, very, good. very good. Yeah, just such. I love the I love the small amount of techniques, but really amazing details on like stuff that's you know basic bread and butter stuff. I like to see people's you know different technique, like stuff they've invented sometimes. But I love when really experienced guys give you the details on the the real fundamental stuff because you can really apply it. Like everybody can fly it right away. So this is this is him. I had to I had to make sure that I, I was pretty certain his name was Kenny, but it's Kenny Levita. Levitary. Levitary. Love tree. Love tree. Levitier. Levitier. This could go but on. No, yeah. I, I met him a long time ago. I think at St. John Prep maybe. Um, but he's been with Kenny for a while. The the photo actually is have him in the octagon. Um, preparing for um, Marcin Held. Yeah. They're doing a, looks like a, they're doing just, he's like, he's setting up an inside heel hook on Joe in the photo. Is that the octagon at Joe's gym? Uh, no, no, this no. is, actually, no, no it's, pre -fight. Outside, it's outside. Um, but this is, yeah, pre-fight in, uh, in the actual UFC octagon, just kind of getting reps before fight night. That must have been in Arizona. Yeah, so this would be uh, Arizona. So speaking of Joe Lozon, dude, how's your nuts? <laughs> we can get into this. <laughs> we got the time for this. Yeah, hey, dude. How's it feeling, man? Uh, they're good, man. They're, yeah. Well, no, they're not good. They hurt. Both of them are Just one. Yeah. One. It was entirely lopsided. 
the trauma. Like so swollen? He's walking oh, yeah, with a tip to him. Now I've heard, I've heard, sorry, conflicting reports. Was he demoing a technique or were you rolling? We were rolling, so. Alright, well, I'm gonna go from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I like how your single testicle got out of your cup. <laughs> oh, I didn't work though. Oh. oh. That's the first mistake. <laughs> yeah, so I never. So, number one, shout out to Diamond MMA, my sponsor, who I uh, ironically am not. You know, doing the right job and uh, wearing my cup when I'm supposed to. Um, I don't know. This will probably sell cups, dude. Yeah. Dude, I think it will. I, Jim Rohn was talking about Diamond MMA. Nice, nice, <laughs> big deal. So I, uh, so yeah, basically like um, we, every Monday we go to Joe Lowe's on stream and we um, and we we go there. We do jujitsu and then we do kickboxing. But after jujitsu ends, it goes from. Um, 10 till 11. It's an hour class, and then during kickboxing, we do some rolling rounds, and we finish the uh, the kickboxing class. So we finished class, we went in to the other room to do some rounds. Started rolling with Joe, like a minute and a half into the round. He was trying to pass my guard, and I should just not been so fucking stubborn and let him pass my guard. He was trying, kind of doing like the shifting back and forth, trying to pass half, and he went straight up. And straight down onto my nut with his knee. So it's kind of like he he equated it to like Kevin Randleman doing pride. Doing the skyscraper, the skyscraper knees. Straight up and down, yeah. yeah. Um, oh. But it what happened was like my testicle got like stuck against like my pubic bone and his knee came straight down. So it was just like head-on collision, no movement on it. And when he kneed me, I thought that it was broken. Like, I had no question as far as how it felt. Like, he hit me, and I was, like, trying to, like, have a conversation with him. Like, there's audio of it. He need me, and I was like, oh, I have never in ten years had this happen. <laughs> <laughs> and there's audio of it, and TMZ has the audio. But, like, <laughs> I sat there for, like, probably, probably, like, ten minutes. And then I was like, all right, you're going to get up off the mat. You're going to... Uh, you're gonna go to the bathroom, you're gonna look at it. If it looks normal and it feels normal, maybe you can go back out there. Cause it's a sensitive area. Like I was I was in a ton of pain, but you can't always can't always say that you're truly injured just because you're in pain. And I know how sensitive it is. And like I haven't even I've been hit there before, but I've really never had like a hard hit there except for probably almost ten years ago when Cody Lightfoot spinning back uh, back kicked me in the nuts and dropped me like a sack of bricks. Um, so, so I was like, yeah, go look at it, go feel it, see how you're doing. Um, if you're good, let's try and go back out there. I went back there, I looked at it, I was like, oh, that's not normal. Um, I touched it and I was like, oh, it was like I had a unicorn horn on my testicle. Yeah, and so I was like, you can't go back out there. So I went back, they were all training still. I just laid down and I laid probably like 30 minutes straight. I was like trying to like flip over. It's like, what will make you feel good? No, nope, that doesn't feel good. That doesn't feel good. None of it feels good. Um, so I just was like, all right, um, I'm probably gonna have to shower up and go to the hospital. So I went in, showered with one hand because I could not support myself. Did it like hold your nuts? Yeah, oh yeah, I, hold them, I had to hold them and that was miserable, but it was less miserable than not holding them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, uh, wow. I uh, showered up and then we were like, all right, let's get out of here. 
So we started driving. There's a, um, a clinic, like a hospital, like walk-in clinic style thing, less than a mile from his academy. And we went in, and the UFC has a really cool thing where any training-related injury, they cover it. But just like any other insurance, you have a deductible. So mine is $1,500. So now I have a $1,500 bill that I have to cover. But the UFC is going to cover the rest, which is phenomenal because there's going to be a lot of bills. Um, but when I went there, they told me because it wasn't a traditional insurance that I had to leave. So they're like, really? you got to kick rocks, dude. Get out of here. And we were like, Are you illegal? Like, can't they? Yeah. They don't, well, way. the thing is, they have to treat him technically if he pushes, but they don't have to cut his insurance. They don't have to accept his insurance. Well, they they told me I had to leave. They didn't even say like, hey, you know. Right. I, I was like, listen, I I'll give you the name, the contact information for for uh, I won't say your name, but the person that I deal with for all this stuff. Yeah. And I told her too. I was like, texted her. I was like, hey, um. I think I blew out a testicle. I'm going to the hospital right now, just so you know. I texted her the name of it, and then I just told her, I was like, hey, they, they told me I couldn't go there, so I'm going home. Basically, I went and got a drink so that I could numb the pain. Went and laid in bed for over a full day. Couldn't even move. Peeing into a like a gallon jug because I, I literally was I didn't move all day. So did it hurt all the time or did it hurt oh, yeah. all the time? All the time. All the time. And and everybody's messages were accumulating like on Facebook. Like I had people that worked for the ER. I was like, hey, listen, man, you need to go get seen. Like there's risk of torsion, like such and such. You gotta go get seen. So I was like, all right. I finally got up out of bed, limped downstairs. And we went to a uh, walk-in clinic, and I told the UFC, um, the medical person that I'm dealing with for the UFC, I was like, hey, I'm going to the Wells walk-in clinic to get it checked out. Um, so uh, I got there, and um, they got out the ultrasound after me waiting for like an hour. The thing that sucked about that is that the lady there, I don't even know her name, and if I was a less of a person, I would have probably gotten her in trouble, but we walked into the ultrasound area. This lady was like, I'm not even supposed to be here right now. I've been here an hour after when I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> Nobody's willing to help me out. And she's, like, she's like trying to like cut herself totally slack. She's like, rough. I, <laughs> I understand, you know, you're in pain and like, I'm sorry that I'm being like this, but like, I'm hungry. And I'm like, like dude, I just, like, lady, I just exploded a nut. I'm like, I'm in so much pain. And like, it was probably me sitting on that bed and her talking on the phone for like an hour to people to complain to him about her situation. And I was just, and then after all of this, she's like, well, my mouse doesn't work. You kidding me? Like her computer mouse didn't work. So she had to have somebody come in like, you just need to replace the batteries. Like fixed it. Like sitting there and then she gets the, uh, the ultrasound going finally and I like have like tears like rolling out of my eyes when she's rubbing this thing across me I'm like oh my god it was miserable and then uh I I uh I sat there and waited for like the results and then they they came in and they were like what have you had to eat or drink today when, <laughs> I was I, like when she was working on that thing did you get any infection from it Oh, no. Because <laughs> I had a similar situation. Sure, it was a female, sure but it, it, I, it felt have. different for me. <laughs> but I, uh, I was not enjoying any bit of this. No but, pleasure. But they... Uh, um, so we got, we're finishing up training on the upstairs. Uh, the Nostos crew is all coming downstairs and enjoying the sour <coughs> monkeys and 
Did I? Nah, and all that stuff. But, um, but yeah, so they, the doctors came in and they asked me what I had had to eat or drink. And I was like, okay, you're going to surgery. I knew it. And then from there, what happened was they gave me pain medication after all that. And they get me the ambulance. They put me on the stretcher. And then right before we went, um, I was like, all right, I have to post a picture of this. I need to like, I need to say something about what happened because they're like, you, you blew out your testicle. You, you need surgery. <laughs> so I, I asked for my UFC like walkout hoodie because I had that. I was wearing that that day. I put it over my knees so like the UFC and the Powell were all like showing off and all that stuff. And then I took the picture. And then in the photo, I posted. Um, I posted something like, thanks to the, the fine staff with the Wells uh, Ambulatory Services, um, I'm headed off to surgery. Um, Joe and I, Joe Lozon and I were working on knees on the ground and due to his sheer power, I ruptured my testicle. His opponent has no chance <laughs> in April. And everyone thought we were literally practicing knees like, there's nowhere in that area that you would like, yeah. do that. Dude. You wouldn't really think yeah, like, who's... knee in each other in yeah. the nuts. It's like... Knee in the inside of the leg. Yeah, you can see dude. a lot of that stuff on the internet. Right, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. There's totally. monks smashing each other. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Like big locks, yeah, like smashing you take that? Dude, I don't know, man. <laughs> Were you not prepared? I, just, I was not prepared at all. They dropped some huge things on him. Yeah. Putting their testicles out there. So yeah, I make that. I make you gotta that start toughing them up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Big wall set up. I think you gotta bubble wrap my whole body. Now. Today we're smashing you in the testicles. Yeah, but uh, we we go uh, we go from that post to me getting surgery, and then me coming out of surgery um, and having some dude from the UFC calling me out, and I I basically was like. Well, I just came out of surgery from a ruptured testicle, but I'm game. <laughs> oh, right. Somebody was calling him out for a fight. I came out of surgery, and the first thing I see is Twitter, which I never use. This dude calling me out to fight me. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? And, and then after that, TMZ got in contact with me. And, uh, and um, TMZ was asked to do an interview with me. And then we, uh, we do this interview about everything that happened. And then Jim Rome was talking about me on his show. And then Jim Rome um, had tweeted about it or whatever. And then I tweeted to him saying, hey, if you want to talk about it, um, I'm, I'm game. It will not disappoint. And he was like, let's do it. So UFCPR contacted me and they set up a time to go uh, do the interview. And we, uh, we, we did the interview and it went really well. And I explained everything that happened. So when the knee hit my testicle, that basically there's the sac, there's the testicles. The testicles have their own little wrapping. And she need me, or she, I'm talking about Whoa. she because Clementine's going nuts in the corner right now. And uh, I get need and the testicle exploded. Everything on the inside of it went to the outside. Like what is on the inside? I don't know. Like, I think kind of like brains, bro. It's like, it's like <laughs> your brains? I think it's like a, like a string, like it is. It's, it's like, like a, a giant, yeah. If it's you, like a ball, if you like unravel it, I think it'll go yeah, like the length like of a, a straight line football field or something. But but everything know, came to the out. outside George, and they, 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 so it was also filled with fluid, obviously. <laughs> they, they drain the blood and the clot and all this shit. Oh. And then they they take the, the contents that had spilled to the outside and put it inside, sewed it shut, and then super glued the sack shut. That was what the so surgery was. So they super glued was. it? The, they no stitches. Stitched, they stitched the inside. Uh, yes. 
um, and then the outside gets super glued. Um, the way that I equate it to on the initial uh, interview I did with TMZ was that it's like if you take a bag of chips and somebody just kneels on it, all the chips go spilling to the outside because it pops and everything goes out. Yeah. And then if you still want those chips, you gotta put them back in and then, you know, wrap Seal it back, back up and call it a day. But that was, uh, yeah, that was that was what happened. Now I'm on the mend. So that was um, last week. That was on. That was Monday. Almost a week ago. So I waited though. Like I said, I got need on Monday, and then I didn't go in until Tuesday night because they shooed me away from that doctor's office. And then I was like, all right, well, I'll just kind of ride it out, get drunk and ride it out, and see if I can handle the pain. So they fixed it on Wednesday. Uh, they fixed it Tuesday, Tuesday late night. Tuesday night at like 7 or 8 p.m., I think. Did they tell you if it will affect your ability to have children, or they don't share? Um, so there, here's the fun part, is that we'll see Tuesday or Monday or Tuesday as far as how it's going, but there is a chance that I lose it if it doesn't heal right. Um, yeah. And then I'll have a silicone one in there, so and then Joe, Joe can only smash one of them. Bucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll see. <laughs> I think he, I think I'll still be fine. It's not like both of them get smashed, yeah, yeah. which is Thanks must have been what happened to you, right? Because Bill got yeah, dude, I got get tagged in the Taekwondo yeah. tournament and gets balls went smashed. Through a good, too. good portion of what Devin went through, just not the surgery part. Maybe I was just more of a freaking wimp. <laughs> Who knows? Well, it's probably a big deal well, when you get horrible. hit so hard. It was, you can't it, was have a, it, was a, it was a horrible pain, but it was. Why is that what happened to you? The, yeah, the, the lady that was giving me my ultrasound, she was like, "I got good news and bad news." And she's like, the, the good news is I think you're gonna be fine. The bad news is you're probably never gonna have kids again. I'm like, good, because I paid 750 bucks to not have that. <laughs> I had, had a vasectomy <laughs> after my third child. I'm like, that's it, no more. So you got three? Yeah, I've got That's I've enough. Got, you got enough it is, anyway. it, it's, more, it's more than enough. Yeah. They're, they're a handful, I, ha I have a blast for them. I don't, I don't need any more. I stopped that, cut that right off at the, at the, at the system. I mean, I've definitely had, had my chimes rung, dude, where I've had to reach down and feel like and see if I got two. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know if that's a myth or not. Like, Kick it right off. can that really, like, can, like, can that happen? Like, like, you need I, detention. Is it, can like, it gets stuck up in your can, stomach oh, yeah, or something? Like, so. they go up or something? Well, that's, yeah, I, some, I think so, yeah. Some people will, will, like, I've heard that wrestlers sometimes will stuff them up there because you yeah, can pop them, them back in there, in there yeah. so they can't get hit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, I think that's something to do with that some, muscle see, going on. Some crazy they suck them in past that, that bone. And <laughs> fucking should have taught me that before Monday. Yeah, right? <laughs> Let me just get these things up in there. It's a well, technique you're supposed to you learn practice before that you get and do half guard bridges. <laughs> you don't have that technique? Yeah. You got short change. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't teach you that one? So who's the dude that called you out? Uh, uh, he fights Damian in the Brown. UFC? Damian Brown's his name. Australian dude. Um, he's nice. You know, like we fight each other, so that's our living. Who cares? Right, you right. know, he so was. It's not like I. I hate the bullshit. You know, and I'm fine with somebody saying, "Hey, let's fight." He didn't say anything disrespectful. Like you just said, who do you think I should fight next? And we tagged them, pal. How about June or May or something like that? Um, that's actually happened. What uh, that's what happened when I fought Horcher too, um, which actually was a terrible time frame for me. But I was like, oh yeah, sure, <laughs> like I want to fight. But, I, you know, I just said, it's kind of, I just had surgery. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Like, again, I'm kind of like putting myself on a bad time clock, but I don't care. I just want to Yeah, when fight, I said, you know? at that level, you take, you take the, what they hand The tough out. part is the fact that I spoke with John Anik about this. And I said it on the Jim Rome show, too, actually, I think. Uh, but 
and it explained the way that it, it kind of works out if you look at it on like a like a numbers scale, uh, then the amount of fighters that are inside the UFC and the amount of cards that they put out per year, it equates to less than two fights per year per fighter. That's how many fighters they have. It's unbelievable. Um, Especially considering how many fights they do now. Yeah, and right. then you get people like Calvin Taylor. He's, like, he's going into his third fight. In and that's than, the thing. Like you just, if you're on a roll, you deserve months, it. Right? And people want to keep seeing you. Yeah. I lost two decisions. You know, my last one was a split, and I I doubled his strike count. So it's like it was such a close fight. And like in the third round, I came. You know, I I I really fucking came to life in that round. You know, and I feel like that's where I showed out of every like this the 30 minutes that I've been in that octagon now, which. The people that have fought and lost and been finished in, in all their appearances that get that third fight, you know, kind yeah. of quick. I've been waiting seven, eight months. Actually, it's like eight and a half months now for that third fight. And, uh, and I went 30 minutes against top, against top prospects. But uh, that third round, you know, I had him in a couple chokes and I was doing good. And I doubled his, his punch count in the whole fight. I just feel like at this point, all this shit, like this has to be a terrible blessing in disguise. Like, this is going to help me get that next one because it's just like, all I do is train and show up every day and just do the same exact thing. And, and that won't change no matter what. I love it, but I think that I deserve it. And I should, you know, I should be back in there hopefully in the next couple months. Number one's recovery. Number two is... Yeah, get that test Get my hand up. raised yeah. up in that octagon. That's right. Get that thing off time to Bump into that thing. You're like, ow! Just practice guard passes for the next four or five days. Knee slice. Yeah, knee if you slice. want to beat me, just knee, knee cut right up in the middle. George does it, but he's a little more delicate. I am. He gives me an inside of his George is a shin. finesse. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm about to patch your guard. But now I know where to go. Now I've changed my technique, dude. Yeah, now I... Flick him. Yeah, right? <laughs> just came in it. Yeah. Uh, so you think, like, you could be back in a couple of months? Like, ready to fight? I mean, that, I, have that, no, is that, I have no clue of the recovery. Yeah. I really have no clue. You got stitches? Yeah, stitches on the inside, they dissolve, dissolve. and then super glued the outside. Right. When um, I got my vasectomy, I had stitches on the outside and stitches on the inside. What, uh, how long do you have for recovery there? It was like three days, but I, I was, I was late. I was allowed to back quick. to work. All right, let's go. Let's train, guys. That was, they cut it over. We're doing Chinese they did, martial they arts. Did, they, did some, no, they did surgery to small pieces, not to the whole testicle. They didn't have anything Yeah, they made like precise incisions they just made a little the exact pat, spot folded the thing to. over, sewed it together. Did you know? Yeah. Clip the tube and I, tie it It looks up. like I have a full-on like Frankenstein movie going on They didn't on hit it there. with a sledgehammer before they started working on it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's scramble the pieces. It's still swollen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Show us. He's looking for it. He's looking for it. He's looking for the beta boys to rub it. He needs yeah. to help. You might not have an appetite for the rest of your life. I'm surprised you didn't have that thing on YouTube. What? You can just put the testicle and not call it... This oh, well, I have, is nice. I have the ultrasound, so I this just haven't been science, prepared folks. to put them in yet. Yeah, I don't... Whoa. Is that an injury? Is that right? Somebody just fall? Or did they drop something on the stairs? <laughs> I don't know. Hello? No, speaking. They might be sleeping. <coughs> that was a run. Is that a run? I think you sound like somebody just... Sound like somebody fell like down, down, down the stairs. So what that... Uh, did you fall? No, they were right there. You guys were both right here? Huh. Um, I thought that was Clem at first. Well, good luck with your nuts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Bill, good luck with your fight coming up, man. Thanks for coming down and chilling with us, dude. I appreciate, appreciate the yeah. opportunity. I'm we have. I expect I was going to be down here doing this. I thought I was going to be back plowing snow. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be doing that. You got all day to who do else, that. Who else is fighting on we that get, card? We got like eight hopefuls. So we got, yeah. we got Bill, who's definitely fighting. Keegan's definitely fighting. Um, Glenn? Glenn. So we, as far as hopefuls, and who like we're supposed oh, to definitely get matchups, we got Glenn, Ross, Carolyn... Um, Zach, Richard, um, Zach Lawrence, uh, Killian wants to fight. Um, super tough. Yeah, he is super, tough. super tough. Super tough. Yeah, I told him he's good. He's, he's super, like, I got a nice pack on my yeah. ribs. Right. He was asking he was last the screws yeah, the night. George a little bit well, on top. Oh, for sure. Back, for sure. He, he, was, he was like, I don't know if Trevor's going to let me fight. I got, I, mean, I got some time in, but I don't know. He's like, I'm trying to be here on Sundays. Yeah. He's a tough kid. Oh, yeah, I, told him to, I told him today, he's good. He's, he's, he's a good enough shape. He's tough enough. gamer, you know? Oh, yeah. He's fine. But right there is six, and I know I'm easily. missing someone, or at least a couple people. So six plus Skyler the two. Possible. Oh, yeah, Skyler, seven. Skyler. So right there, plus the two definite fights, I think. Maybe nine people that home, uh, are hopeful for, for this card. It's a lot. It'd be great. It'd be like a, be like a Dover card all over. Corner, take the whole, right? In the corner, it's One whole half fights. the card comes from the gym. Yeah. Home and takeover. Yeah. Do you feel like you're the... the uh, like, because this is, used to be your gym, right? I mean, originally you started the shop, right? Yeah. yeah. It's Godfather. The go- that's what I was going to say. Like, the Godfather of Nostos, man. It's, yeah. And it's, you know, it's gone good. I was super, super happy that we got to keep something going. And went, it, it was either I throw everything in storage and just had a bay again, just a, you know, small garage bay and barely trained. Because I had, like, you know, stresses going on. Yeah. And it's hard. Devin probably noticed it. It's hard to work a full-time job and come and do this as well. Devin, he, he left his full-time job and put his life into this, and you can see it. You can you can see the passion in it. You can see by the student count. You can see by the way things are coming together. Um, I didn't have that time. I, I, my roofing job supports my family and keeps keeps you know keeps the food on the table, and I, I do well with it. So to be able to be here every night, and so I, either I put everything in storage or I, I, I gave it to somebody. and. You know, Devin was, you know, he was the right pick. He's freaking doing great. And it made all the difference in the world because now I still got a place to train. You know, I, I, I can freaking pop in when I, when, I, when I feel like it and freaking say hi. I've always got, you know, open doors. That, that makes it better than just having, you know, this stuff stored in a locker somewhere. It's worked out real well, man. Yeah. It's worked out real well. And, and now look at the basement. Right? We planned doing this for so many years. We were like, the only way we're going to be able to keep it going is by doing something with the basement because there's not enough floor space to keep that amount of students to keep the bill, you know, keep the bills paid. So adding this this square footage to the to the mix is gonna it's gonna do well for for the system because now you can separate the fighters and the you know the the paying customers you know versus in my opinion that that'll make a big difference. Yeah, for sure. You can separate those two aspects and have different things going on and it'll be good. It's been going great. I'm I'm super proud. Yeah, nice. Without Bill, I'd still be at a passport center. Still training every day, sleeping my car and my lunch, and sleeping before classes. Now, so. now you got a couch to sleep on upstairs. Yeah, we <laughs> we have an air mattress here yeah. that we blow up when we're here too late at night because we're like trying to do projects or like. I mean, Tuesday night we teach until we usually train until nine fifteen and then clean up after like one of our busiest nights. It's like ten thirty. We're done and we're like, oh man, we go home. Then it'll be like. We'll get home at like 11 something, try and have dinner and and then 
relax and go to bed and then back for 9 a.m. class. Like, just have an air mattress here with blankets. Just Might as well sleep just go to sleep. <laughs> that was the biggest thing, putting that shower in when we first started. Oh, so yeah. we, we had to put a shower in yeah. that way because we come out of work. Roofing, I didn't want to go home and, you know, take a shower at my house. I, I'd just come right to the gym, take a shower, put my gear on. So having the shower makes a difference and then having, you know, being so close to home made a big difference. Yeah. But now we're at the point where we, we need another shower. If we could have, have two, if we could have one on the other side back to back. Yeah, yeah. So you can put all the plumbing. You can just go back there. to back with it. it. Wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, and just take up a little. Yeah, just take up, up a corner on the other side. I mean, it's worth it. Yeah, now nice. you got the basement. You got more space. Yeah. You know, installing the shower if ain't that bad. If you could do one down here and pump it up, I mean, that's the only. Yeah, way the only problem is you're gonna get into expensive. You gotta build a pit. You gotta get a pump. That's the biggest. Part. I don't know what the laws are and what you gotta have. You'd have to have a holding tank for the and then pump up from because it's over there. Your drain is like three, I don't, three, three I don't feet off the ground. A, yeah, it's, I don't know if it's, it's a, a constant pump or if it's a. I'm not sure. I'm assuming it'd have to have a pit with a float, but I don't know what the laws are on yeah, that. I've I mean, only seen septic pump, not necessarily if it was just a shower with gray water. What, you know, what would they do? It's still nice. I mean, even if you just did just had the one, you keep it mainly for your coaches and for certain people. Regular people off the street, they can go home and shower if they if they need be, but. It definitely helps. It mm. makes a big difference. Yeah. Sundays we have like 15 people all trying to shower. Yeah. A lot of people go home to shower, but like a good amount of them are all just waiting. Everybody's we all want to go out to team lunch after, and it's like yeah. an yeah. hour yeah. after yeah. everybody's done showering. Like the mats are already all clean, whatever. We, we do the best system we can. Some people are like sweeping, some people are spraying, some people are mopping, some people are showering. Like then they come out and somebody switches with them, they start cleaning. You need like a but bleach, we still bleach are, it's still an hour extra. <laughs> right? Just, yeah, right? just, just hose people down. Yeah, hose, well, <laughs> I just gotta hire George to be the bucket emptier uh, and just get one of those pump, those old school like pump showers. You just push, push yeah. the foot pedal and have the water spray in you and George will be there waiting with the bucket and just nice. empty it. It'll be good. Throw it right in that That's sump awesome. pump. That's Cool, man. Let's go get some food. Let's do it. Thanks, brother. Hello, Thanks, man. Bill. Hey, Appreciate it, man. Good excited. stuff. Trevor. Thank Devin you. Devin Powell. Awesome talking to you guys. Yeah. How many fights, actually, so how many fights did you have total? Eight. How many did you have? Uh, total so with far. amateur, uh, I think 15 with amateur. Bill, how many you got? 22. Yeah, 22, 23. Ooh. So there's like well, 45 fights here. I yeah. wish more. Yeah, when so I'm 40, we got four more we years. I might do to one. To talk about Trevor, right? Well, it's we did, good. but not about what stopped him from fighting next time, though. Yeah, it's always next time. You don't need both eyes. We'll leave it at that. That's it. Maybe we'll get you back eye. in there. Yeah. All right, boys. Peace. I like it. Yeah, brother. Do you need to get a picture? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Awesome.